Hey, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to Life Mastery Decoded, where I help you decode the struggles in your life in the areas of health, wealth, relationships, and spirituality with mind mastery, emotional management, and meditation. Welcome to today's podcast. Hey, ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I hope I am finding you living zen like yes, today it is a Zen deck poll. If you are not living Zen deck, then it is my intention that in today's podcast, I give you one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. So, what is Zen deck? The Zen deck is a deck of cards that has different words or very short phrases, mostly words, on one side that kind of guide us. That that move us in a direction towards a little bit more peace, a little bit more harmony, a little bit more love and excitement. And it allows us to just be in a space to look at things differently, to take our lives, to stand back a little bit and look at things differently and give us a new perspective so we can move just a little bit easier. So today what I'm doing is um, I'm shuffling the deck Oh, and so there's words on one side, and then there's a little bit of a write-up on the back. And so what I do is I just give, oh, a little bit of maybe a story, if I relate to one, a, a little bit of perspective shift, a little bit of maybe, I don't know, some understanding. It's kind of fun. It's pretty spontaneous. So I'm shuffling the deck, and let pull the first one. And, oh, yes, the first one is problem solving. And I may do two today just because they're, they may be short. Sometimes I do one if I have a lot to say about it. Problem solving, I could have a lot to say about problem solving because I consider myself an expert on solving problems. Now, what I remember saying a long time ago, um, I think it went to Bob when he first moved in. Bob is my... He's our older son. I adopted him. He moved in as a teenager. He was 15, freshly turned 16 or a couple months later, moved in like late. No, it was like early July. And then I adopted or and then he turned 16 in September that same year, of course. And then I adopted him when he was at, just after he turned 17. And I remember telling him, I remember telling him a long time ago that I you only need a couple of things. You need you need to be good at teamwork because you're always going to be working with people. So you have to be good at relationships, teamwork, and working with people. And you also have to be really good at problem solving. Now, this is twofold because there can be a little bit of a problem with putting yourself out there as a problem solver. And if you've been listening to me for a while, you probably already have the answer. And that is, if you are spouting that you are really good at solving problems, you will get more problems to solve, let me tell you. And that has been uh, pretty much my life. And I know that there's always problems, there's always challenges, there's always obstacles, because we're always moving and growing and changing, right? We're always expanding. Our spirit is here to live. It is here to expand. It is here to experience. And if we aren't going, then we create problems in our lives. There's the challenges, which is why change is the only constant. It can be so stupid sometimes. I'm telling you, it can be so just ridiculous that why can't I just relax in this moment? But it's tough. And if you stand back far enough and you can see in your life that you are a spiritual being and you are here to just continue on this journey, then you will start to embrace it and you will enjoy the moments that are in between your challenges. So 
uh, the write-up on the back of problem solving is this. The way to remove darkness from a room is to simply turn on the light. In the same way to rid yourself of any difficulty, concentrate on the solution rather than the problem. So if you think about me just now where I say, you know, I'm an expert at problem solving. What am I talking about? I'm talking about problems. I mean, even though I'm saying problem solving, what I should say is I'm an expert at finding solutions because the energy of solutions is going to be around. I'd love to research things. I love to learn new things. I'm not kidding. Every single day for probably the last 30 years, I have been learning and learning and learning. And now it's a lot of technology and uh, Google and YouTube are at my fingertips. But let's talk about deeper problems. Yesterday, I talked about living your life, like plan your life like you're planning a vacation. And a lot of that is having these purposeful goals. Because if you recognize, if you don't have goals for yourself, even just little tiny ones that point you in a certain direction, you just kind of go with the wind, don't you? And you're facing challenges that really have nothing to do with you moving in a certain direction. If I am, if I am wanting, let's say, to make more money, then I might be facing the problems of not spending so much, or I might be facing the problems of learning how to manage my money or learning what to, what to spend my money on or to make good investments. Those might be some obstacles that are in my way directly related to my goal. Well, if I'm just sitting here and I don't really have any goals, I might have all kinds of problems that I just don't understand because I don't have a goal. I don't understand why I can't manage my money or I don't understand why um, there's not enough money after, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the month after I pay my bills or things break down and I don't have money to fix them. Well, if you're faced with that problem and you're not moving towards a goal, then that problem continues sometimes for your whole life. So it's really important to just have some fun things, some goals, some achievements, some leveling up direction to go. Where do you want your relationship to go? Where do you want your health to go? Where do you want your, uh, your money, your wealth, your career, your purpose? And when we just have even some light, fun goals and they're pulling us forward, things to get excited about, solving problems and overcoming these obstacles and challenge that, challenges that you are faced with every single goal become a little bit easier and a little bit more fun. But let me also tell you this. We were just talking about this a couple of days ago, and we had our sister call yesterday, and we were talking about leveling up. It's one of my favorite things to talk about, and it's so easy to do. And I mentioned this a couple of different times in a lot of different podcasts about checking in with your energy and understanding where you are on a vibrational scale so you have a very simple tool to check in to see where you're at. And when we can do that, we can start to move up the scale on purpose, allowing our intuition to speak to us and give us solutions to those problems. And I think it's really important to understand down here at ground level is where the problem gets created. And I'm trying to solve the problem down here. But when I go up to the second floor and I stand out on the deck and I overlook ground level, I can see a solution a lot easier. And that analogy just means that if I'm a three and I've created a problem for myself, I need to be a five or seven or nine, something that's higher than a three vibrationally, so the solution will come to me. 
Do you know anybody who is suffering from the same problem over and over again? It's money, it's relationships, it's their marriage, their relationship with their kids, it's their jobs, they're constantly getting fired, and there's really no growth. The reason that there's no growth is because they don't have a goal and they're not ready to solve the problem. And if they're not ready to solve the problem, then they're not finding a solution. So the problem continues. We're always saying that in order to solve a problem, we have to continue growing and we have to continue changing. And in order to find the solution, you have to grow. And you can look at that as we have to grow up. We have to grow up the scale. We have to go with our spirit. And so I really love this one. And it is really interesting, my perspective about this years and years ago to my perspective lately, because I try to now say something like, I'm a solution finder. And instead of I'm a problem solver. And even though they're, they're really the same thing, the energy feeling is, is quite different. So if you are looking to solve problems, focus on the solution. But first, before you, before you dive into the solution search, is to take the time to raise your vibration. Because, you know, when we're mad and we're frustrated with anything and we're emotional, we're down the scale in numbers and when you're in that state, the solution is never going to be found there. And so we have to understand that where I'm at right now, I'm mad, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, I've, I'm overwhelmed. I can't, I can't solve it from here. So just ride the wave of the emotion on, out until it's gone. And it might take a day or two, and that's okay. It might take the whole night. It's all right. Ride the wave out and then work on bringing your vibration up the next time, the next day, the next morning, whatever then the solution will show itself. So I really love this one. I'm going to read the back of it one more time. The way to remove darkness from a room is to simply turn on the light. In the same way to rid yourself of any difficulty, concentrate on the solution rather than the problem. So again, just a little bit of a perspective shift. And isn't that nice? Like next time there's a problem, tomorrow when there's a problem in your day, it's just go, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me just focus on the solution. And if my vibration is too low, let me focus on raising my numbers so a solution will come to me. So that was pretty exciting. And I love my own perspective shift as I have, I have grown to, to love the difference in how I used to think about being a problem solver. So, all right, I'm going to do one more because that was hardly, it was just a little over 10 minutes. So let's do one more, shuffling the deck. And three, two, one. Okay. The present. Let's see what this one is. The present. The past is over. The future will never come. Now is the only moment that will ever exist. Therefore, live each second to its fullest. And I can hear my entire audience going, yeah, but Jen, <laughs> I'm busy. I have, I have a busy life. I have a lot to accomplish. I have a lot to do. And let me ask you this. If at the end of your days, if you continue down the path where you are right now and you go, 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 and you do and do and do and do and do, and it's at the end of your life, you're 85, 95, 112. When you look back at your life, will you be happy about the life that you lived or will you have regrets? I was talking with my dad. This was several months ago now. And in 2000, it must have been 2019, he had a heart attack. 
and it was the heart attack that they call the Widowmaker. And it, they were at a hockey game several hours from their house, and, and this was uh, him and his wife. And they were at a hockey game. Uh, her niece, I think, was playing hockey. And he wasn't feeling well. And they were upstairs, I think it was early in the morning, and um, he was upstairs, they were getting ready to take a shower, and I think she was getting ready to take a shower or something. He was sitting on the end of the bed and just kind of started sweating, and he really just wasn't feeling well, and then he started feeling this pain in his chest. And so he calls her over and he says, you know, I'm not really sure what's going on, but I think we should call the paramedics. And so she calls 911 and within, I think it was like four to six minutes, they were there and upstairs in their room. And he said he doesn't remember much after that. So he doesn't know if he lost consciousness or not, but he wakes up and he's in the hospital and, and uh, he survived. And he, they, uh, they had a, he had a stint, a stent put in. And um, he's a smoker. And so they were asking him, you know, to stop smoking and to eat better and, and uh, you know, get some exercise and all these things that, that we should all be doing to take care of our health. And I was talking to him several months after that. And we're talking and I said, you know, how's the smoking going? And he's like, you know, I've cut way down. You know, I could smoke a pack a day and now I'm only maybe smoking two or three, and, uh, which is a huge difference, but still. But he said, you know, there's a lot of differences, you know, in my health that are happening. Good because of, you know, him not smoking or not smoking as much. And, um, and then he had this kind of sad tone about him. And I said, Dad, you know, he was quiet. And I said, you know, what's the matter? And he goes, well, I don't know if you know this, but I've been suffering from depression, taking medication for it. And I said, no, I didn't know that. I said, but, you know, um, I can't say that I'm surprised. And he says, um, he goes, well, before I tell you what I think it is, what do you think it is? And he's asking me this. And he is not in a very happy marriage and they have not been a very happy couple for a very 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 long time and we have talked numerous times about you know what he should do and how he should handle things and and he's full of fear to you know to leave the marriage but it's just not it's not getting better and which is why I call him I call her his wife versus my stepmother I have never called her my stepmother I have never gotten along with his wife at all ever and um I was in complete disagreement with the marriage, and this happened years and years ago in 1990, and they'd been married a long, long time. Anyway, and uh, so I said, well, I could tell you why I feel like you're depressed. I said, you know, you, you have a very minimal life for a guy who is so full of adventure. And he said, you couldn't be, you couldn't be um, more spot on. You know, he has, he's, he's an adventurer. He, has, he had a boat. It was like a 28-foot sailboat. And he used to love camping and biking and hiking and just going to new places and traveling. Well, somewhere along the way, his wife decided she wasn't going to do these things with him anymore. She's a workaholic and she is uh, very absent in the relationship. And I'm sure, you know, there's parts on, on both parts. You know, I'm not just going to blame her, but mostly because I don't like her. And uh, so, so, but anyway, or she's certainly just not a good fit for my dad. We'll just say that. And I think I said everything. And uh, anyway, so I said, so, you know, he's like, he's like the heart attack really put things into perspective. And so he sold his boat and he was going to get a travel trailer. And so he's been looking for that still, looking for a travel, tra tra travel trailer for the right price and the right size. And he was saying that, you know, his, his wife is going to retire soon and they're going to travel. 
And I basically uh, don't believe that that's going to happen ever. I don't think that she likes him enough to to spend that kind of time in small quarters with him. <clears throat> and um, it's very sad to me. But if one lives their life in a box waiting for the future to happen, one is going to be very disappointed. And I think, I think it's really sad because my dad is such a great guy and he's very adventurous and he's... He's very smart and he's fun to hang out with. He's got a great sense of humor and he's, he's, um, he's a lot of fun. And I can see where this would be a problem for somebody. I can see where, you know, you, you live your life so far out in the future on a hope and a dream that this one day this thing's going to happen. And I said, Dad, he's been retired for years, like seven, eight, nine years or something. And I'm like, Dad, I said, go. Get in the car and go. You know, I said, we live in the United States. There's all kinds of places. And he loves to travel. He loves to travel. He loves to drive. He loves to fly everywhere. And I'm like, Dad, you know, you're retired. She's still working. She works like 80 hours a week. I'm like, get in the car and go. Get in the car and drive to the Grand Canyon. He's never been to the Grand Canyon, never been to the Badlands. And he wants to go. He wants to do all these things. His bucket list is huge. I'm like, go. Get in the car. Let's go. And so I've been trying to plan some trips with him. I'm like, hey, how about we go do this together? And how about we travel to here together? And and he's uh, his response is pretty less than stellar. You know, we've not gone and done these things together and he's not gone. But when we live our life in the future, that future is never going to come. So my challenge invitation request to you is what can you do in this moment this moment, right here, this moment, this one second, this 10 seconds, this 10 minutes, right now in this present moment, what can you do to bring that emotion of joy in your life? Whatever that emotion is. Yesterday on the podcast, we talked about, we throw our goal out there and we say, hey, you know, what is my goal? What does it have in it? It has love and passion and fun and adventure. And I say, don't live out there. Don't wait for your goal to happen. Be that today. Bring that into your life right now. So if I want to have more fun in my life, what can I do in this moment after I'm done with this podcast to go have fun? And it can be done in your life right now, in this present moment, because our life is a collection of present moment activities, experiences, memories. It is a collection of moments in time, not our life in the future. But what I keep saying to myself and I keep asking myself, in this moment, if I were to die or get really sick and I can't, I'm going to die in the next 24 hours, and it isn't how would I spend, I hear that, that question all the time, how would I spend the next 24 hours, next 23 hours? My question is, did I live my life like I wanted to? Did I make the choices that I wanted? Am I with the right person? Am I in the right job? Do I... Do I treat people the way I want to be treated? Do I treat people the way I truly feel about them? Am I doing the activities and having the experiences that I wanted to have, that I came here to enjoy? And if the answer is no, then the next question is, what can I do in this moment that starts to bring that stuff to me? That starts to say, hey, I want to travel more. Great. Where do you want to go this weekend? How soon can we go on a big trip? What can I do to get uh, to spend a month in Europe? What can I do to go to Sicily, Italy and visit where my grandparents are from? 
What can I do to get in the car and drive to the Grand Canyon? So planning and then aligning with the plan. Plan your future. Plan your future, but live the emotion of you having the, the future that you're planning. Isn't that something? Live as if you already have it. Figure out what the emotional foundation is of that future that you want. The job, the experience, the adventure, the relationship. What is that? What emotions would that be? Security, pride, excitement, satisfaction, love, passion. Now, how can I bring that into my daily life? How can I bring that in here right now and keeping my eye on the prize out in front of me? That is the challenge. That is the gift of this moment, which is why it's called a present. It's a present. It's a gift. This moment is a gift. Be thankful that you are living it right now. Keep your eye out there in the future, but plan your emotions for the present. If this is something that you would want support in, please check us out on Facebook, Lady Rising. I would love to be able to support you as we start talking about, especially in the month of May. This is our month. We teach about meditation. Our business, one of our businesses is called The Meditation Room TC. So we've got a lot of really cool things planned for our sister circle coming up in May, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. May 4th, 7 p.m. Eastern, we are having our first meditation call. I hope you can join us. Come in through Facebook, type in Lady Rising, tell us you came in through the podcast. I would love to assist you with this in becoming more present and be looking for the solutions. I hope you have a great night and I hope to see you on the call. If you liked this episode, please share this with three of your friends. And if you like this episode and look forward to future episodes, please consider making a small monthly donation to help support this podcast. If you're looking for a community to join and have more access to me, then consider joining one of my communities. Chakras for Beginners is an energy-based community that is highly active and growing every day. Lady Rising is a sistership community where the focus is on spiritual support and empowerment. We hold monthly calls and talk about topics just as like today's episode. We also have an online store where we can meet your meditation and chakra needs with products for your journey. You can visit us at www.themeditationroomtc.com. Thank you for joining me and being a valued listener.